0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Proudly Canadian and making Canada proud. This is The Roy Green Show.
0: There was a story in iPolitics.ca which reveals that uh, liberal MP Ikra Khalid, the author of the controversial M-103, Motion 103, introduced a religious leader who reportedly supports Syrian President Bashar al-Assad and uh, she apparently, Ikra Khalid, also gave an award to the head of public relations at the controversial Palestine House on behalf of Justin Trudeau. Um, that story uh, got us to thinking about inviting the uh, member of parliament to discuss this issue with Dr. Zudi Jasser, the founder of the American Islamic Forum for Democracy, and the author of "Battle for the Soul of Islam," a former United States Navy lieutenant commander and former president of the Arizona Medical Association, who was invited to come to Canada and testify before the Parliamentary Committee on M-103, which he did, and at which he was described by an MP as an extremist. We invited that MP to debate Dr. Jasser. He, too, went off the radar. Dr. Jasser, good to have you with us. And what's the story now about this um, about this event at which Member of Parliament, Ikra Khalid, was, was present?
1: Well, it's great to be with you, Roy, and I, I think there is nothing that's more educational to the Canadian citizenry than this uh, um, bizarre recognition that she gave the Archbishop Hanna, Atallah Hanna, who was actually fired by the Eastern Orthodox Church from his uh, position in Jerusalem because he was so radically anti-Israel and anti-Semitic. He had supported Hamas, even though he's an Eastern Orthodox uh, Christian, and now in the past few years during the Revolution has been a, a, a avid supporter of the Assad regime, claiming that they're basically defending Syria and there's no genocide happening, ignoring all the war crimes and basically standing hip to hip with Bashar al-Assad and the war criminals in Syria. So what is educational here? Let me tell your audience, it has been a long, deep relationship between Hamas and the Assad regime. The radical Islamists, uh, the Palestinians, have long had a relationship with their headquarters in Damascus for 20 years before the revolution. Then when the revolution started, they basically took the side of the revolution, worked with the Brotherhood, which is what they are. But now that Assad has been basically reclaiming victory, uh, they've switched back to working with Assad and also getting funding from Iran. So at the end of the day, folks like Ikra Khalid, who are panderers, will, on the one hand, two weeks ago, she gave a statement supporting the White Helmets, which are, she claimed to be heroes, which is exactly what they are. Those are the heroes. Within two weeks later because her entire focus and obsession is anti-Israel, anti-Western, and this is why she pushed uh, the Islamophobia argument, et cetera, is basically she will take anyone who comes to uh, pander against uh, the, Islam- against the uh, uh, Israeli states and against the West, be it uh, uh, war criminals, uh, be it uh, Islamists of Hamas, and I think Canadians should pay attention to the fact that this is someone whose lens is not about morality, not about consistency, but basically, anything that pushes the Islamist agenda globally, be it Assad sympathizes or not, uh, will be something she will stand next to and then claim she's against after she gets pushed on it.
0: Let me just read uh, from the iPolitics story what she, uh, what, what Ikra Khalid, uh, how she replied. Like any MP, I engage with a diverse array of individual stakeholders and groups in my community. Many of them I don't agree with. I recently attended a community event with more than 500 community members and introduced a constituent of mine, and uh, then she continued, we've never discussed his views on international affairs, I'm proud that our government has forcefully condemned the Assad regime, and I too condemn them in the strongest of terms, the recent chemical attacks, I've worked hard on these issues in my subcommittee on international human rights, and uh, she, then it goes on to say she added on Twitter without naming the individual in question. Uh, Khalid's tweets come in after conservative MPs piled on her during question period for introducing Palestinian Archbishop Atala Hanna at an event in Mississauga, and that's the, the man you, you were mentioning. So her response, I mean, I would have loved to have her on this program speaking to you, but no reply.
1: Exactly, and I think it's very easy to see that there is no guiding ideology. Of course, she says, oh, we, we condemn the Assad regime. On the other hand, there is no track record of her even understanding the ideology of the fascists running Syria, or even understanding the fact that isn't it bizarre that an archbishop of the Orthodox Church would support an Assad regime that is, is basically propped up by Iranian Khomeinists who are anti-Christian and anti-Western. So all of this just doesn't fit and speak to the just horrific inconsistency of folks like Ikra Khalid, who are really just identity politics. Uh, you know, creations that have no ideology and and really will do anything possible to, and she claimed that she said in that tweet that she had a constituency. What is her constituency, war criminals? I mean, diversity to her is basically having an archbishop that supports war criminals uh, uh, than being her diversity, or her constituent she called Brother Amin, who runs the Palestine House, that has a long record of anti-Semitic, anti-Israel stances that she's never answered about, and yet she stands consistently in support of this Palestine House that is against everything that most, I think, of the MPs believe in. So it's very bizarre that she's never had to be an account for any of those stands. And
0: you'll be more than happy to debate this at any time with the MP, of course, Absolutely. on this program. Goes without saying. Uh, Just in about 35 seconds or so that we have left, Judy describe to us what's going on in 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 Syria. What's happening now? How well, bad is it? You know,
1: I think the the response that the UK, France, and the US did was a slap on the wrist. I think it was better than nothing, and that tyrants now will always blink when they use chemical weapons. But make no mistake, the the shelling that the Assad regime did in the days after the American attack uh, was even worse than ever because they realized that was all that was going to be done. So. We need a longer term strategy we need to have a bosnian type solution there that includes uh, u.n protection forces no fly zones it doesn't need troops on the ground it just needs a, a u.n protection force type solution so i hope we start to develop a stronger long-term strategy here for
0: and you still have family
1: in syria absolutely family around damascus family around Aleppo. all of my cousins and most of my aunts and uncles still live in that region and uh, you know it really pains me to hear folks sort of dismiss it in soundbites like Khalid does without really engaging the people of Syria uh, who really know exactly what's going
0: on. Dr. Jasser, good talking to you as always. Thank you for the time.
1: Thanks, Roy. Anytime.
0: Dr. Zudi Jasser. We'll come back right after this.